Over 280 million people live outside their home country. International migration raises difficult ethical and political issues for policymakers. What do we know about these issues and what policies exist to address them? Welcome to Across Borders, a podcast on global migration politics. In this second season, we examine the transnational governance of refugee protection, the rise of anti-migration parties and the evolution of citizenship policies. We pay specific attention to climate-induced migration and gender. The podcast is produced by the master's students of the School of Transnational Governance in collaboration with the Migration Policy Center at the European University Institute. Hello and welcome to our episode of Across Borders podcast. My name is Diana. My name is Port. Today we will talk about the university corridors for refugees, the Unicor project in Italy, one of the leading and fast-growing programs in the EU member states, offering refugee students from Africa the opportunity to continue their higher education in Italy. Our today podcast will look into how the Unicor project involves, the challenges, and the benefit of the program in general, and what can we learn from it. Our guest today is Daniele Albanese, who is the project manager for the EU Passworld Complementary Pathways linked to community sponsorship and the referent for the Africa-Europe Human Mobility Program. Daniela, nice to have you with us today. Could you please tell us briefly what is the Unicorn project all about? How did it start? What are the project goals? Uh, hi everyone, uh, Unicor project is the Unicor University Corridor for Refugees, which is an education pathways project linked to community sponsorship in, um, in Italy. It has started in 2019 uh, with the University of Bologna that uh, was with us in order to bring safely and legally students, refugee students that were in Ethiopia, in an African country, to Europe, to Italy in particular, in order to study, to do, to finish their studying, to do the master's degree. Um, it, it's a project that helped refugees to continue their studying. We know that unfortunately the rate of uh, possibilities that uh, refugee students have uh, in the first asylum country is not high uh, as the other students uh, all over uh, the world. So only from five to five to six percent of uh, refugees are able to do university level of studying. So that's why we started with um, with Unicor uh, in to, to bring safely the, the the people and to allow them to um, enroll at the, univer at the universities in Italy for a master degree in English. What makes this program unique compared to other legal pathways for students, such as the ADA scholarship program, for instance? Yeah, it is unique because it creates a corridor. What do we mean for corridor? It creates a space where students can apply to Italian universities and where they are supported for free to um, to do the application and to legally arrive to Italy. As soon as they are here, there is a 
um, a community sponsorship approach that means that uh, it's not only the university, it's not only the, the study that is, is being covered by the project, but it's also communities like Caritas communities, which I represent, that uh, are involved on the ground to support students uh, to do their uh, period of study and to involve them in integration activities on the ground in order to be welcome in a new society. What are the benefits that refugee master students get from these programs? Refugees apply for a scholarship, basically, which is normally done by the um, recognized by the universities. At the moment, we do have 30 one universities involved after four year project we are at the fourth edition and this year we'll arrive to italy 51 refugee students uh, they get a scholarship they get an accommodation uh, for free plus uh, they get uh, an uh, accompaniment that is done uh, by the universities themselves with the mentorship program but also by communities we engage families, Italian families, communities, um, local operators uh, that, that can support the students in their needs uh, apart uh, the ones that uh, the university will cover. What do you consider to be current challenges for the students participating in the program in pre-departure, departure, arrival and the study process itself? Perhaps you, you have any specific examples? Yeah, we do have uh, some challenges. As I mentioned, we are at the fourth edition, but the program, uh, it is in development. Uh, the, the first challenge on the ground at pre-departure level, it is to engage as much as possible uh, people that are not only in capital cities, that are not only uh, studying in universities that are in cities, but also in refugee camps. As you know, the vast majorities of refugees uh, in the first asylum countries are living not in cities, but in camps or in displaced areas. So we want to reach them, but it is a, there is a technological channel. Uh, challenge, of course. Um, the other point is that the program, it is for the single students. So they can apply for a study visa and they can arrive in Italy safely with the um, student permit. Uh, sometimes, uh, since we are talking about displaced persons, so people that uh, uh, had to flee their country by force due to war, persecution, or other uh, issues, uh, the years uh, um, pass through. So that means that people are not as young as uh, uh, Italian students that normally didn't pass through war or uh, a period of difficulties. So they might have uh, families around, they might have uh, children and, uh, and so on. This is a challenge because they are not allowed to bring their families with them. Another challenge is, of course, that we are talking about refugees. Refugees normally don't have documents, don't have travel documents or don't have passports. So we need to provide all the documentation and we need to support them through the UNHCR with the travel document and the, the, the availabilities of documents in order to, to travel. As soon as they are in Italy, of course, there is a challenge uh, in learning the language. 
uh, as I mentioned, the master degrees are in English, so they are not obliged to know the Italian language in order to study or, or to live inside the university. But uh, the point is that in order to live a good life, to find a job, to rent a house, uh, and to be integrated at the end, to make friends in Italy, the Italian language is important. Um, and it is a challenge for everyone because it's not an easy language. And uh, the living inside the universities, uh, doing exams uh, is not that easy. And the last challenge is about uh, uh, the difficulties of the courses, uh, uh, which uh, are sometimes very hard for people that uh, maybe they, they didn't have the chance to continue the study, so they have to stop it for some years. And it is a, a challenge, of course. Uh, do you already have a student who graduated? We were wondering about the post-graduation pace. Could you please elaborate on that? What are the steps that actually involve including you take to facilitate a smooth integration of a student into job market? Yes, uh, this is a very good point. We still have not many students that have already have a graduation, only uh, six at the moment, uh, up to 121 students that um, arrived to Italy in the fourth edition of the program. So not that many, um, but it, of course, post-graduation, it is a challenge. It is a challenge for two sides. One about the, the job placement, as you mentioned, we are trying to involve at local level uh, association, organization, businesses, enterprises that can support the program and then can um, offer a job placement after the, the graduation of the, um, uh, of the students. Of course, it is not easy because it is according to the um, to the field of study of uh, of uh, each students that might be different. Uh, of course, the universities offer uh, a variety of uh, courses that are available, so it's not easy to engage so many enterprises and businesses. Of course, there is the post-graduation uh, uh, tutoring that the universities can, uh, can do on that. Uh, some of the students that have already graduated have a job, a good job actually. Some others have an internship, at, um, at the local uh, level, which is normally the main entrance step for the job market in, um, in our country. The second challenge that we have that we need to, to face is the more general integration. What I always say is that compared to other Italian young students, a refugee student doesn't have a network that we normally have, like a family network, like a friendship network, and so on. So the, the, the step after the studying, it's problematic for everyone. Uh, also Italian, um, Italian students that after the degradation, they don't suddenly find a, a job placement the day after the graduation, but they need some months, some weeks, some months some years sometimes to, to find a graduation. 
what the, the difference is that uh, refugee students don't, don't have this death work. So what we want to do, and that's why community sponsorship is important, is to engage the local communities in support the students uh, in order to have uh, a network of friends of families that can support them in their, in this transition phase, which is traumatic for all the students, in particular for refugees. Daniela, could you please tell us what are the tools you employ to, to improve the program? There are different fields of improvement that we are thinking about. First of all, the uh, engagement the strongest engagement of Italian authorities in order to solve the issues about documentation that I mentioned, since uh, they are, we are talking about refugees that comes to Italy, come to Italy as students, uh, they need to convert and to renew their uh, permit, and sometimes it is a challenge because the travel document is issued by the first asylum countries. So documentation is one issue that we need to improve, involving more the Italian authorities on that. The second point is the sustainability in general of the program uh, that has grown a lot. And is, it is actually the main education pathways in Europe uh, for the moment. And there are a lot of interest in other countries, but financing and sustainability and financial sustainability, it is an issue. Uh, in this regards, what we would like to do is to engage more the university community in support scholarship for refugees. So um, to organize, and we would like to do it in the next, in the coming months, organized now that it's possible after the pandemic, uh, in-person meeting where to, in order to sensitize, to make other students know, I mean, the, the community, the academic community, uh, students community, students association is a vast community that can have a, a huge potential in terms of integration, supporting and financing the program as well. The third point that I should mention, uh, it is the Italian language. We already improved this year and we have, we had three universities that offer their Italian classes online pre-departure for free. Uh, we would like to improve more also with the, the universities themselves that can offer Italian classes uh, at your arrival because as I mentioned it is very important to have a better knowledge of Italian language in order to find a job and to think about a post-graduation phase. Today we looked into the Unicor project, an education pathway linked to community sponsorship programs in Italy. The project aims to bring legally and safely refugee students from Africa to Italy to give an opportunity for them to complete their higher education. Unicor involves various actors, including local communities, to integrate refugee students upon their arrival and support them during the study process. A student admitted to university receives like a scholarship allowance accommodations, mentorship, and community support. However, there are a number of challenges that students face. They range from outreach problems in rural refugee camp, trouble document issue, and the Italian language learning process. 
Since the program has started, 10 students already graduated. The number is increasing every year, which shows the success of the project. With the involvement of more universities and local communities, as well as the engagement of actors such as local associations and private enterprises, supporting the program and offering job placements and social networks for graduate students would smooth and advance the integration process. Unicorn project helps refugee students to become self-sufficient, enable them to learn and embrace themselves as they strive to rebuild their community. Thank you very much, Daniela, for your insights. It was our pleasure to host you today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You have been listening to Across Borders. Our podcast has been produced by Costanza Bindi, Marissa Profi, Pierre Canet, Alessandra Giancola, Ada Sofia Han, Tiala Ofanga, Carolina Komel, Mbali Mozzoneng, Kut Niang, Elin Sazak, Esteban Scuzzarello, Charles Thorron, Diana Usmanova, and Frederick Wallin. Supervision by Lorenzo Piccoli and Susanna Garside. Audio design, music, and editing by Andrews Romashka.